Hello everyone, good day and welcome to another edition of Sports Hub with Eberi. My name is Eberi Oji, your host on this show, being aired on Radio Radio, your favorite online radio. Here on this show, we give you live updates on sporting events, games and activities all over the world. You're welcome once again. Now, so it's been football, 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 football and all the leagues, all Europe's top leagues as it stands now, they've ended their season they've ended the season the season the 2019 2020 season and honestly i really want to say thank you so much to all footballing bodies all over the world fifa uefa the fa's the football association of all these leagues it's not been an easy thing you know the pandemic came they had to halt footballing activities for three months and Finally, somehow, they did their magic and with health officials as well, ensured that activities, sporting activities, not just football, F1, Formula 1 has started up, the basketball, has, um, NBA has started up as well, even cricket has started up too. So, it's it's been, really want to say thank you, kudos to the health workers all over the world, because if not for them, I wonder where... This would have not been possible, honestly. It wouldn't have been possible. The way they handled this, we didn't have any outbreak in the course of watching football, in the course of, you know, players um, playing on the pitch of play. You know, they handled this thing very, very diplomatically. They handled it very, very well. They ensured that all safety measures, everything that had to do with the safety of the players out on the pitch, out of the pitch, you know, in the dressing rooms and all that, they were strictly adhered to and everything went smoothly we never had this always a situation whereby players you know traveled to another part of maybe england for instance they traveled from maybe from london down to manchester or any other place and they had issues of of massive outbreaks of the covid 19 virus amongst players no it didn't it, we didn't it was just maybe one one or there sometimes they, they went for like two three weeks without any outbreak of maybe a player having being tested positive or thereabouts so it's a good one the way nhs in in the in the in the um in the uk and all health workers all around in all this europe's top leagues the way they handled handled you know handled handled everything regarding football regarding ensuring that the virus is being curtailed in all through this period this six weeks so there are all this all through this period football activities you know resumed sporting activities returned back to our screens and on our pitch of play they handled it very well and it ended well it ended well all the leagues they've all um finished ended their season they ended their season on a high most of the most of the leagues um it was um the just Syria A that ended just last week Sunday last week Sunday so kudos kudos honestly kudos to them kudos to health workers kudos to the to FIFA to UM UEFA to FA that made this possible without any issues kudos to them so um now for the fact that league the league season has ended with all the clubs it doesn't mean that footballing activities have wrapped up for the year no this is August. Happy New Month, by the way. Happy New Month to everyone. I wish you all the best. I wish you all the best. I wish you all the best. Champions League football and Europa League competitions are kicking off this weekend. So, it is not for the fact that season, um, the clubs have finished playing league, league, yeah, league 
the leagues have ended meaning everybody should just go and you know go and sleep no we're just getting started honestly we are getting started we are getting started so we have champions league and european league competitions kicks up this weekend though man united will be facing laskfc lask lask is um is a club it's an austrian club it's a club that plays in austria they will be facing my united in the round of 16 their europa league round of 16 on wednesday on Wednesdays, on the 5th, 5th of August, they will be playing against them. So, outside that, by the weekend, for clubs in the um, um, for clubs in Champions League that are yet to play their second leg, the second leg of the round of 16, clubs on Friday being 7th and on the on Saturday being 8th, we have the likes of Man City. Man City will be welcoming Real Madrid on Friday being 7th. They will be welcoming Real Madrid to play the second phase, the second leg of the round of 16 competitions. Remember the first leg, Man City won Real Madrid at Los, Los Blancos. They won Real Madrid two goals to one. So Man City, they have an upper hand going into that game on Friday. Then we have Juventus versus um, Lyon. Lyon, they, they played a, a goalless, I mean, not a goalless, they, they played one a 1-1 draw with Juventus in France. So they'll be playing the second leg of the round of 16 on the 7th. Now, this thing is... You know, in in the Syria, uh, the the person that actually got the highest highest goal scorer in the Syria was um Sirio Immobile of Lazio, the Italian thirty year old Italian player striker. Now, Ronaldo got thirty one goals. He was hidden for two seasons. Now, the Golden Boot has eluded him, and the main reason why um Juventus actually bought Ronaldo two seasons ago was because of the Champions League. I remember there was this Champions League finals they played some seasons back. It was a Juventus versus Real Madrid. Ronaldo single-handedly dealt with Juventus then. So since then, they've had this had this um interest in getting him. And finally, they got him. And they didn't really do well. Though they, they got to the quarterfinals last year of the Europa, um, of the UC, of the Champions League, Juventus this season would want to get to. It's not all about winning the Scudetto. They've won the Scudetto for nine consecutive seasons now. They've won it for 36 times. They are the most successful um, Italian club as far as Serie A is concerned regarding you know winning trophies and all. They would want more. They want more. They want to win a Champions League. So the, th- the question now is, will Ronaldo be able to take them far to the finals and even win because if they win the Champions League this season it's going to be a landmark, it's going to be a highlight for Juventus because even before Ronaldo came in Ronaldo came in last um, two seasons back, last season rather, and they won the league, even before he came in, they have won over seven straight consecutive Scudettos, so it's not all about winning the Serie A, the Serie A is just there it's not winning, they need more, they want more they want to win the Champions League and that journey begins on the seventh. You know they played a one-one draw with Lyon. That journey begins on the seventh. So it's I would hear rumors about them sacking. They would want to sack because the uh, the tactics Maurizio Sarri has been you know using there in in Juve. It's not the Sarri small. This is um, thirty-four. A three was yes. Is it three forty? No, he uses four three three or there about. Yeah, he uses four three three. He's Footballing formations and tactics, it's not something Juventus faithful, they are not they are not happy. They're not happy. They won the league quite alright, but they lost their last two games and they ended the league on 
83 points, just one point behind Inter Milan. So you can imagine if, what if Inter, Inter had, you know, gone ahead to win some games and, you know, win some games instead of drawing some of their games. They should, they would have passed, passed the likes of Juventus. Juventus, the, the goals they, they scored this season, their goal difference, they are the lowest in the top four. The highest so far is uh, it's, um, Atlanta followed by Lazio, Inter Milan. No, Atlanta followed by Inter Milan, Lazio, then you get a Juventus. So they, they were not fantastic. This is, the, this is their lowest height so far. So far in this, you know, seven consecutive, um, nine consecutive seasons they've carried, they've um, lifted up the Scudetto, they've lifted up the Serie A title trophy. This is their lowest so far in, in the amount of goals scored, in the amount of points harnessed. It's not it's not 83 points. I mean, it's not it's not much, really. It's not much. It's not it's not a good one, really. It's not a good one. It's not a good one. So the only gateway Maurizio Sarri will be getting is if he makes it to the finals and finally wins the UCL for Juventus. Then pro probably his job might be secured and we've had um, rumors going on that um former Tottenham manager Pochettino is available he has been making some talks regarding his availability in to return back to club management because since he was sacked in November he has not really gotten anything November last year to um Tottenham sacked him in November and in came um, Jose Mourinho so since then he has been on sabbaticals you know playing golf and you know enjoying himself and all of that so he made some statement last yeah last week and said he he'll be open to return back to club management in any of the big clubs in Europe and you know such when such rumors start coming up and you know um Juventus they are not really happy Juventus management are not really happy with the tactics employed by Sari in 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 games the only remedy now to keep Sari in Juve come next season is if Juventus go ahead, not just to win Lyon, but they go ahead to win their quarterfinal games, semifinals, and finally the finals. If they can win, lift the Champions League trophy, then I would say Ronaldo got a very good... He, he, he ended his season on a high, and Sarri will get to be spared. If nothing like this happens, and Lyon pulls, pulls the first one on them, man, I feel... Sari would be sacked before before the champion before before the twenty fifth of this month. Honestly, he will be sacked, and someone else, someone else with a good vibe would come in. Honestly, someone else with a good vibe would come. So we'll be having Man City versus Real Madrid on the seventh of August. Then Juventus will welcome Lyon to Turin on that same seventh. Then on the eighth, being Saturday, we have Bayern versus Chelsea. Chelsea will be traveling to Germany to to face Bayern Munich at the Alliance Arena on the 8th of August. Then finally, ba Barcelona will welcome Napoli. Barcelona will be welcoming Napoli. Both of, they, had, uh, they ended that game on a 1-1 draw. They ended that game on a 1-1 draw. So, Baka didn't have a very good season too. Barcelona is another club that didn't have a very good season at all. They didn't have a good season because at the beginning, at the restart, when footballing activities, you know, resumed in May, early June, Baka was on top. Like they were, they were up there. They were up there. They were in line to win their the La Liga for the third consecutive season. They won it last year. They won it two years, two seasons back. So if they had won this now, it would have been three straight, uninterrupted La Liga 
titles, but it didn't happen. They, they drew against Celta Vigo, they drew against Atletico Madrid, and they lost against Osasuna as well. So those those drop the drop points were whereas Real Madrid that they didn't drop any points, so they went ahead to win, overtook Barcelona and won the La Liga. This season, Barcelona they've not they've not they've not won anything. They've not won any silver, which is so absurd. As in, Barca is a club that every season at least one two one two trophies they tend to win. But this season they've not they no no piece of silverware, and it's it's not a good one. Honestly, it is not a good one. So they will be all out to see to ensure that at least they get down to the semis, if not the finals of this UCL. They've started training. Trainings have started up. They've started training since last week regarding in, in prep for the Napoli game. In prep for the Napoli. And you know, if Barcelona wins Napoli and qualifies for the quarterfinals, they'll be facing either Chelsea or, Bas or Bayern Munich. Of course, it should be Bayern Munich because Chelsea, I don't think they will pull in any fast one. If they lost the FA Cup um, finals, though they had injury concerns that, you know, the likes of Pulisic got injured. The likes of Azrikoleta as well. He has not. He has played 419 games for Chelsea without any injury. That's over four seasons plus. Yeah, four seasons now. And finally, in a very, very crucial match, a final, a, a, a final, an FA Cup final, he got injured. And when he left, when he, when he, you know, when he, he was subbed off after that injury. The back line of Chelsea became distorted. I will talk about this later. I will talk about the FA. My what my thoughts regarding the FA Cup final and you know what what it's 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 it has what it's been what it's meant what has happened now. What's the way forward for Chelsea? Arsenal they were the better side, but Chelsea I don't understand. They played like a Norwich like that 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 never won any game after the restart. For the nine games Norwich played after the restart, they lost or they had twenty one points. Before lockdown, they ended being relegated with that same 21 points. So Chelsea didn't play like they didn't play with flair. Lampard said they were complacent, as in they they were not. There was no. There was no. Wait, I mean, after the first goal in the sixth minute, Pulisic scored, and you know, um, as Ukulele considered that penalty against Abu Meyang, Abu Meyang scored. Few minutes after that goal, um, as got injured, maybe he was subbed up. That's 35 minutes. Just fifteen more minutes before before the um before halftime, Chelsea just switched off. Like switched off, they became they, they they became they became scared, as if they were playing against a Bayern Munich. They were playing against a Real Madrid or a Napoli. This is a derby. You play with all your heart. A derby game needs to be like you. Well, immediately it was just one one. I I said yes. This game is balanced. Yeah, it's balanced. Now, now let's play football. But at the end of the day, you found out that. The ball was played mostly at the, at the half part of Chelsea's own, as in Chelsea's own half. If uh, um, Arsenal was um, a Man City or Liverpool, they should have scored so many goals because they had like three to four corner kicks at the same concurrently as they were just happening at the same time. Chelsea, they were not composed. And that non-composure cost them that game. Yes, we understand that the, the, the referee, the referee, um, Anthony Taylor, had... I don't know his his calls were some of his calls were questionable. But then, on your part, what did you do as players? You let the you, you let in fact in fact at some point I was like let this game just finish so that people would go. Like it was it was embarrassing. Honestly, it was embarrassing. 
but looking at it from the flip side of it, though, it's a good one because the the the, the um the board will understand that man, this these players we need a change that we need a total they need a change they need a total overhaul like they, they, Chelsea does not have a defense we don't have any any good they don't have any any good defense line at all no defense at all once no defense no midfield it was just Kovacic and at the end of the Kovacic got a red card a second yellow card a questionable and controversial second yellow card so the earlier I believe they would want to finish playing this Bayern versus Chelsea game on the eighth then they would face transfer businesses squarely they'll face it they've, they've had rumors like rumors from different clubs trying to buy one person or the other it's been coming up the Jadon Jad um, Sancho going to um Man United it's been they, 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 Man United would want to pay his 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 bill is over um his fee his transfer fee is over 120 million pounds so they would want to pay it instrumentally over the space of three years wow three years they want to pay it in, but they're going to pay like 70 up front, then pay 30 by next year. Then two years coming, they'll pay the remaining 20. Split it up. So I feel uh, from the from the news we've been hearing now, they are, they are in advanced stage regarding his um, his negotiations. I know with Dortmund and my United are in advanced stage regarding Jadon uh, Sancho's transfer. So personal terms... It's not going to be a problem. It's going to be a five-year personal, uh, five-year deal that would last from now, from when he signs down to June twenty twenty, June twenty twenty-five. So it's not going to be. It's not. It's not personal terms. It's not going to be um an issue. So those are the transfer wins. So Bayern will be facing Chelsea. Anyone that wins between Bayern and uh, Bayern is winning that game because they have a three-goal advantage against Chelsea already. They will be facing either Barcelona or napoli so that, those are the games for this weekend and by wednesday i mean on or by tuesday tuesday being the fourth tuesday being the fourth we'll be having the play of the playoff finals the efl skybet championship finals playoff finals between fulham and brentford remember i, I said something about third fourth fifth and sixth qualifying for playoffs because the first and second on the EFL Skybet Championship League, that is the Leeds United and West Brom, they gained automatic promotion to the EPL. EPL every year, three clubs relegate, 18, 19, 20 relegate, then they get three clubs that made it from the Skybet Championship. Three clubs would make up the 17 we have already that survived relegation in the EPL to make it 20 clubs. So, but, um, um, AFC, but, AFC Bodmot got relegated, Watford got relegated and Norwich got relegated from the EPL. Now we have the likes of Leeds United winning the Skybet Championship. They they we are they gained automatic promotion, being the club on first position. Then the second second place West Brom. West Brom gained automatic promotion as well. So this the fight for who would join them on third position. That is that is why we tend they tend to play playoffs. So they, they played um the semi-finals they were played the first and second leg it was Cardiff versus Fulham then Swansea Brentford at the first leg Brent um, Swansea actually won the first leg of the semi-finals against Brentford but in the second leg you know Brentford is not a team they they, they, they they've been great they've been great they, they overturned the deficit that game ended three goals to two yeah three goals to two yeah three goals to 
three one three goes to one yeah but on aggregate it was three goes to two so at the end of the day brentford qualified for finals fulham as well fulham won against cardiff in the first leg and they they, they scored again against cardiff in the second leg so they, they it's going to be a west london derby brentford is in west london Bradford is in West London. Fulham as well. The Cottagers are also in West London. Both teams will be playing against each other at Wembley on the 4th of August by 7.45. A winner here would gain automatic promotion to the EPL. They will be joining the likes of Leeds United, West Brom in the EPL. If it's going to be Brentford, it's going to be a massive one because they have never played epl uh, played um, epl um, games before like they've never qualified to to um, gain promotion to the epl before they've never it's it's they've been they've never no 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 no, no, no they've not so it's going to be a, a huge landmark for them it's going to be a huge landmark and they just the, the last game they played at griffin park their their stadium was the, the this the last game the game they played against Swansea. so if they are to gain promotion to the EPL, if they they go they go ahead to defeat Fulham and gain promotion to the EPL, the very first EPL game they will be playing it will be in their new stadium and it's it's gonna be a good a huge one for their fans. It's gonna be a huge massive achievement for Brentford the Beast. It's gonna be a huge one. But if they lose well, well it's that's football for you. Fulham on their own they've been great as well. Though for the four times they've met this season, the four times Brentford. For the four times they've met, the last four games they've played, rather, the last four games both teams have played, Brentford and Fulham. Brentford has gone ahead to win Fulham three times and they've drawn one. So they have never lost against Fulham in the last four games. They've not lost. So And they won them the first two, the, 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 the two phases they met this season in the in the in league, 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 um, league games. Brentford won both, both legs. So... It's going to be a massive game. It's going to be a very, very interesting game because both, both clubs, they play fantastic football. They play fantastic football. Alexandra Mitrovic, the striker for Fulham, he was injured and he didn't. He missed the two legs. The Cardiff um, game they played, the playoff, the semi-final playoffs they played against Cardiff, the two legs. But from what we heard, Scott Parker uh, made a tweet that Metrovic will be available for selection in that game, in this final game. So it's going to be a huge boost for all Fulham faithful, all cottagers. It's going to be a, it's a huge, it's a huge boost for them because Metrovic, he, he, he's a, he's a goal poacher. Like he scores goals. He ended the season with 25 goals, the highest goal scorer in the league, in, in the Sky, in Sky Bell Championship. He has 25 goals. Then Brentford striker, Oli Atikson. Atikson, he had um he ended the season with 24 goals. So it's as if first is gonna meet the second in. It's gonna first is gonna meet the second second highest goal scorer in the final. So it's gonna be a final, not just a final, but it's gonna be a derby final. It's gonna be an interesting game. I I, I it's something you would want to you you wouldn't want to wish, miss this game for anything. On the 4th of August, 7:45. It's going to be aired on DSTV and on GoTV. So, this is a game that you would want to enjoy, really. It's a game you will enjoy. And we have Sahid Ben Rama, too, that plays for Brentford. The guy has been sensational. He has 18 goals so far. 
the Algerian guy. He has 18 goals and he has been making names. You know, many clubs are actually gunning for him. The likes of Arsenal, the likes of Chelsea. They've been, you know, and even West Ham as well. All these London clubs, they've been, you know, trying to, well, this guy, they're, left, they're keeping tabs on him anyway to see how it goes. They're keeping tabs. They're keeping tabs on him to see his development. So, now, the, the, the reports we are, we are hearing regarding transfer windows, um, transfer rumors that are actually becoming factual is Chelsea offered William. We all know William, the Brazilian 32-year-old, um, 31-year-old winger for Chelsea. He has been with Chelsea since 2013 and Chelsea actually offered him, his contract was set to end this year, this season. Chelsea offered him two years. He declined and said he wants three years. And it's, once you're above 30, it has always been a policy for Chelsea. Once you're above 30, they just give, and your contract is running down. You they, you are giving just one year. No one gives you two years. But Chelsea bent, you know, because of the way William, honestly, William has served the club well. He has served the club well. But Chelsea, to an extent, actually bent that rule and decided to give him two years. But he said he wants three years. No one is giving him three years. Chelsea are not bending. They, they, they can't bend further because if you're going to give professional treatment to just one player, it's going to affect other players coming up. Other players that even play that would that would want to give more to the club. And when you're giving someone three years, you're not giving the young stars coming up a chance to play. Because, of course, you wouldn't give William three years and keep him on the bench. No. you And you still be paying him. No, it doesn't make sense. So, rumors has it that he's going to walk away as a free agent. He's going to walk away as a free agent. Arsenal, they are going to get him as a free agent. And they are willing to give him three years with an option for a, a further one year. According to Fabrizio Romano, one one um one of the reliable sources we tend to you know get sporting news, especially football news from. He said, Arsenal, the, his his agent, it's actually they are actually talking to Arsenal is actually talking to um Williams' agent, and there's a three year deal on the table with a further one year. He would want to jump. He 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 would want to go for that. So I feel. You're 31 and you're giving you three, they're giving you three years with the further one year. You should be any like 30, 35 or there about. Well, it's the Arsenal and their policies. It's well, it's Arsenal because I don't think they really need William. They have Pepe, they have uh, Bukayo Saka. You know, they have options there. Bukayo Saka is just, he's just few, he's not up to 21. So they have options. And so going to, well, anyhow, probably they want someone that has, you know, experience experience the experience in that um in that wing he's he, he's a good player he's a good player any of his decisions i wish him all i wish him all the best he indeed has served chelsea very well he has served chelsea very well so i don't think living now though chelsea had an opportunity to actually make some those make some money from him in 2018 immediately after the world cup barcelona came for him with 65 million pounds they later came with 55 million pounds you know it was 45 from 45 to 55 i remember very well but Chelsea didn't want to sell because they felt Hazard was about leaving. And if William leaves to no one to cover up, there'll be no player there to cover up. So I understand Chelsea's stance for not selling. But you can imagine now, if probably they had sold him and gotten someone else, because I know they had they had Golovkin, Golovkin a, a Russian guy, a Russian, he was just 22, 21 there. He was playing for CSK Moscow. And he was to an extent being linked to Chelsea, and the guy plays really very, very well. He plays as a he plays as a number ten. He also plays at both at, at both wings. 
So if Chelsea had gone for Golovkin and sold uh, and sold um William to Barcelona, it would have been a fair deal. We would have someone still playing now. Two years ago was to 2018, right? And Golovkin was like 22. Extra two years would have just been 24. We won't even have issues. Chelsea won't even have issues whatsoever, you know, regarding replacing William because they had must have gotten the money and gotten someone less cheaper than you know than all other players, all other players out there. But you know, that's football. Football that's football. But I guess this is you you don't win all, you win some, you lose some. So that's just it. Anything William does, any anything, any um his decision is entirely up to him. Lampard said his decisions is entirely up to him. He's not gonna force him. You, you don't force what you don't force you don't force um, a horse to the water to drink. You, you can take a horse to the stream, but you don't force the horse to drink. So any any of his decision is perfectly fine with Chelsea. I wish we all we wish him all the best. Now we'll be going into talking points. Last season, the, the season that just ended, what are the talking points in all of Europe's top leagues? We'll start off with the League One. We have League One, we have um the Serie A, we have the Bundesliga, we have um the La Liga, and finally the EPA will we'll give you talking points in all of this um, Europe's top leagues. What and what happened, the highlights of the season. The highlights of the season. You know, the League One, they actually called off, they halted all activities regarding football before the restart. Like, they said they were not comfortable enough to kick off games again because of the pandemic. So they didn't continue. They just ended their season midway with PSG winning the league. Followed uh, Leon also qualified for Champions League, Champions League um places. So PSG won the league. You know they were they, they won the league and um they've so far they've so far won yes they've won like um three three trophies this season some domestic cup competitions. They actually played their domestic cup competitions. They ended the league, but play finished playing out as in those finals of their cup, uh, cup competitions. And PSG, you know, won all. So far, PSG has won over 42 domestic titles in all, making them the highest. Like, they are just there. I don't think there's any... Only, only, oh, it's only just one season I know Monaco came close and won the league. Some, like, three, three, four seasons ago. Three, four seasons ago. And ever since then, it's just been PSG, PSG... PSG. So PSG won the league. Marcel were second on the league. Len, um, Rennes and uh, Lille, they made up the top four. They'll be uh, qualifying for Champions League football for next season. Kylian Mbappe ended the season with uh, with eighteen goals, and Wissam Ben Benyada Wissam Benyada plays for Monaco. He ended the season as well with eighteen goals. So he's a joint highest goal scorer. The joint highest goal scorer. Kylian Mbappe of PSG and um, Wissam Benyada of um, of Monaco. They ended the season with 18-18 goals. Then we have um, Lyon's um, Moussa Dembele. He ended the season with 16 goals. And finally, Neymar. Neymar ended the season with 13 goals. Highest assist in the League 1. We have Angel Di Maria. Di Maria plays for PSG. He's an Argentinian. He played for Real Madrid. From Real Madrid, um, my United bought him, but he didn't really settle well in Real Madrid, in United. Finally, United sold him to PSG. So he ended the season with 14 assists. He ended the season with 14 assists. Then we have Slamani of Monaco. 
Slemani of Monaco, he, he 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 used to play for um Leicester City. He used to play for Leicester City. Le- Leicester City. He was he's from M- Morocco. Morocco or Algeria. Okay, he's from Algeria rather. He's from Algeria. He used to play for Leicester City before. I guess he's he's on loan. Yeah, no, Leicester sold him to Monaco. So he ended the season as with seven seven assists. Why the the Maria had ended the season with the highest assist for the league one with fourteen assists. Then we have um in the Serie A, like I said, Juventus already they won the league, but it was not a convincing win. Like Lazio had every opportunity to to win this league. Lazio Lazio they they. They played interesting football. They played interesting food. They, they they were fun to watch much more than you know Juventus. Juventus played. They were not. They were not up to it. I remember when um, Allegri Allegri used to be um, Massimiliano Allegri, former Juventus um, manager. When you watch a Juve match, you are excited that they played very well. Like you would want to watch. You want to watch. They play interesting and fascinating football, but. The Juventus of this season, well, they are, most of their games we are not up to it. You know, they were boring, you know. You, you don't win. You don't end up drawing against the likes of Sao Sulo 3-3. On a very good day, under Allegri, it's a straight win. It's a straight win. But, you know, there are certain games they, they, they lost against Cagliari. You know, there are certain games you don't just lose. There are certain games that are like Sarah. You just... Play. You be asking yourself, how many goals do you want me to score in this game? Those are that was the Juventus of them. But now they struggled to win this league. Let me just put it that way. They struggled. It was not. It was not. It was not the Juve we used to do. So Juventus ended the league on first position. Inter Milan. They ended the league. contest. Inter Inter Milan ended the season on second position, followed by Atlanta. Atlanta and Lazio. They've been resurgent. Like they they have. They are the clubs that I know they, that they. They've upped their game. Atlanta qualified for their first ever Champions League spot last season. They ended the season on fourth position. And they still maintained that top four. They ended the season on third position. Lazio that has never... The, the last time Lazio qualified for a Champions League spot was in 2006-2007. That's about 13 years or thereabout ago. Yeah. Yeah. They've not, they've not, they've always qualified for maybe Europa or sometimes they just play normal without playing, mostly Europa. But you see Lazio qualifying for Champions League spot. And the highest goal scorer, not just in the Serie A, but in Europe's top leagues in the League One, you know, League One, La Liga, EPL, Serie A, and Bundesliga. Serie Immobile ended the season with 36 goals, 36 league goals. He, he he surpassed every other every other league that had the uh, you can see the league one had um, Mbappe with eighteen goals. La Liga has um what's his name Messi with twenty five goals. In the EPL we have Vardy with twenty three goals. In the Bundesliga we have um, Lewandowski with thirty four goals. But there's someone out there that scored thirty six good goals. So the Golden Boot for Europe's Golden Boot. It was it's it was won by Serie Immobile. Immobile has been great, and we had this you know transfer rumors regarding Everton coming going for him. I don't know if Lazio would want their prized asset to go like that. He's thirty. 
But he has been great for the club. He has been great for Inzaghi. He has been great for Inzaghi, really. So I don't know if Lazio, if the, the, the management of Lazio would want to sell him. And if if Everton come with big money, of course, football to an extent is it's part of business. It's part of business. So Juve won the league on first position. Inter Milan, second. Atlanta, third. Lazio, fourth. Roma, fifth. SC Milan, sixth. And Napoli, seventh. Napoli will be playing playoffs for Europa. This is the first time in how many seasons that Napoli didn't qualify for Champions League. Like they've always been first, second, third. Within that, they've been within that range. First, second, third, first, second, third. I mean second, third, second because first has always been Juventus now. Second, second, third, fourth, you know? But now they ended the season on seventh position. Like it's they were not that great. They were, I don't know, I don't know. But they got Victor Sherman, the Nigerian striker, the young Nigerian striker that used to play for Lily. They got him for 72.5 million pounds. He's, as it stands now, his joint highest, highest uh, paid um, African with Pepe. Pepe, of course, you know, we, we all know that... Um, Arsenal bought Pepe for 72 million. Oshemen cost the same thing. Napoli had to pay 72 million plus to Lily for 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 the for for the club to sign Victor Shemen. So I believe adding the like the adding Victor Shemen to their to, to their crop of players now it's going to be a huge boost because their front line is aging. Their front line is aging. Milik is aging. Um, what's his name? Insane is not his his age too. Tresmetins he's, he's like he's I got thirty one or thirty two. So their front line is not they don't have the twenties there again. We have the thirty. So I believe as these guys are aging and facing up, they will need young blood to you know young young stars to to fill up those positions to fill up those positions. So congratulations to um, Victor Shemen. He's he's now officially a Napoli player. So, I believe next season will be better off than this season. Gattuso really tried. At least they won some silverware. They won a silverware against um, the Super Cup. They won a silverware. The Coppa Italia. They won a silverware against, you know, um, against Juventus. So, the end of the season with the silverware is a good one for them, really. The Coppa Italia is theirs. It's a very good one for them. At least, the season was not really that bad. It was not that bad. It was not that bad. I feel with the right players, next season will be better off than this season for Gattuso. That is if De Laurentiis, the owner of Napoli, gives him the time to give him the, the time and the needed assistance to ensure that he gets in the players he wants to get. Of course, they've started already. They've gotten Victor Shimen. They've, they've gotten Victor Shimen. And, and many other players, many other parts they would want to fill in, many loopholes they want to ensure that you know, they tighten up their grip so that by next season, they'll be starting the season, you know, very, very well. They'll be starting the season very, very well. So, for the highest assist, okay, the highest goal scorer, like I said, the highest goal scorer in the Serie A was Serie Immobile. He had 36 goals and 9 assists, followed by um, Ronaldo. Ronaldo ended, Ronaldo ended the season with 31 goals and 5 assists. Then we have Lukaku. Lukaku ended the season with 23 goals and 2 assists. Then we have... Francisco Caputo Francisco Caputo plays for Sao Sulu. He ended the season with 21 goals and 7 assists. So they really scored massive goals here. They really scored massive. They scored, they tried. They tried. They really tried. Then for highest 
highest assist in the Serie A, we have Alexandro Gomez. Alexandro Gomez plays for Atalanta. He plays for Atlanta, ended the season with 16 assists, followed by Luis Alberto. Alberto plays for Lazio. He ended the season with 15 assists. So these guys are all about... I really want to talk about Atlanta now. Atlanta, Gaspriani, Gaspriani is their manager. That man, in fact, if he eventually says he doesn't want to stay in Atlanta, many, many clubs, top clubs would want to come for him because the man, he knows... And these players, they play, his players are not... Too, too, too expensive. He didn't spend too much money buying. These players are little, 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 little money. It's just like an Ayas. Ayas in Netherlands. Like, they play... Oh, my God. I, I, I would want to watch an Atlanta game against PSG. On the 12th. Either on the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th. Either of this day of August. Because those are the days that has been marked out for the quarterfinals. They've, they qualified. Not just qualifying for Champions League beginning of this season, of this just concluded season, they've qualified for their first ever quarterfinals in the history of the club. And so far, they scored the most goals in the Serie A. They scored 98 goals. Like, this is a club that once they start playing, they keep scoring goals. Even when they are winning with 7, maybe 7-0, seven, they want to keep scoring goals. The more goals you score in a game, the more chances of you winning that game. And the less chance for your opponent to come back. Because if you're scoring like 5 goals and your opponent scores 1 or 2, the game might end 5-2. But if you're scoring maybe 1-0 and you're playing defense, of course, if the opponent comes out in the second half and scores 1-2 goals, you're losing that game. So that is what Gasprani really, really understood. And he, 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 his players are fun to watch. Everyone is watching. Everyone is, everyone is playing out their heart. And there was this unfortunate news, sadly, that, you know, came up. One of their forwards, one of their forwards, he he had personal crisis with family, you know. Paid a surprise visit Joseph Milic from um, Slovenia. He paid a surprise visit to his family in Slovenia, and he met his wife. I mean, you know, cheating on him and all. So they, uh, it was early this uh, early uh, towards the middle of last week. It was you know he we were told that he went into depression and even considering um, hanging up his boots. He's not gonna play against PSG. Like he's depressed because he felt let down. He has kids. He had like three kids with this woman, and oh, people, people were like, "Why did he leave his wife?" And I'm saying, I'm telling people, it's not about why did you leave your wife at you know in Slovenia and you're playing in Italy. Italy had the highest outbreak of COVID nineteen. You don't expect to keep your family. You're saving yourself and you're saving your family. And I probably he had other you know other businesses going on for him at Slovenia. Even the wife, the wife could be working or doing something. You don't expect us to leave all those things and come to stay in Italy with him. No. And it's not that like you're going to enter public transport to go and see your family. It's, it could be a private jet. It could be a, it could be plane from this is from here to you know they are all in Europe for crying out loud. So I don't think it was something stressful to travel to go and see to go and see family. No, he decided to surprisingly, you know, to surprise them after towards towards the end of the season and he met his wife cheating on him. So it's it was a huge blow. It was a really huge blow for him. I, I just wish he, he he heals and, you know, moves on. I wish him healing. You know, it's not easy. Especially when you are... I'm not trying to sound emotional and all that. But it's, it's, it's a huge disappointment. I guess probably he must have kept his wife up there, you know. Always valued her, always trusted her. And he just, she just broke his trust. 
it's 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 deep. It's deep. I wish him. I wish that he heals fast and quitting football is not is not is not is not the way forward now. It's not <laughs> it's not the way forward. Even if it means probably you want to bring your wife after probably maybe if you finally forgive her or something. I don't know. Any of his decision is entirely up to him. Any of his decision is entirely up to him. so the thing really is gonna be a huge let down for uh, for At Atlanta going into their quarterfinal games against PSG. Of course, PSG will be without Mbappe. Mbappe had injury in one of the um, cup domestic um, finals they played. He was injured in that game. Though they finally went ahead to win that game, but he'll be out for some few weeks, including the Champions League quarterfinal week too. So he's not going to face Atlanta. That's it's 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 is a huge blow for PSG, and it's also a huge blow for Atlanta because. Joseph Illich wouldn't be played too. He he needs to heal. So all the same, all the same, we have the likes of Pasalic and every other player there. So I feel it's they would know um, Gasprani would know what to do with it, how to reshuffle his team, the Atlanta team. Atlanta has been great. If they are, if there's a team you would like call the best team of the season, it's Atlanta. Atlanta, they have been very very great. They have been great. They have been great, honestly. They've been great. They, they scored 98 league goals. The, the second highest was Inter. Inter scored 81 goals, followed by Lazio, 79. Before you see the likes of Juventus. So you can see, that's why I keep saying, Juve, they were not fantastic this season. Top four, the goals scored, they scored less goals than other clubs. Atlanta on third position scored more goals than them. Inter on second position scored more goals than them. Lazio on fourth position scored more goals than Juventus. So... I don't know. I don't know. Let's. It's that if they go ahead to go further in the Champions League, starting from the seventh, being on Friday, if they go further to you know go all out to get to a final, or even go ahead to win the UCLs, then their their season will be justified. But if they don't win the if they don't win the league, I mean, if they don't win the UCLs, then uh, it's likely Sari might be, you know, relieved of his job because mm -mm -mm -mm, it's not, it's not, it's not worth it at all. It's not worth it at all. Lecce got relegated because Jonas won their game. Lecce got relegated. Bresca got relegated. And Spau as well got relegated in the Serie A. So that's, that's all about that in the Serie A. Then in the La Liga, the highest goal scorer in the, in the La Liga for last, this just concluded season, Messi. Messi scored 25 goals. Followed by Benzema, Benzema scored 21 goals. Then we have um, Gerard Moreno. He plays for Velare. He scored 18 goals. Then we have Luis Suarez on 16 goals. Most assists, of course. Messi still had most assists. So he was involved in 45 goals this season. He scored 25 goals. He made 20 assists. We all know who won the league now. We, Real Madrid won the league. Baka ended up on second position. Atletico Madrid ended up on third position, then Villa, um, Sevilla ended up on fourth position. Then for those playing Europa, um, UEFA Europa League that qualify for UEFA Europa League, we have Villarreal, Real Sociedad, and Granada. Granada qualified for their very first European competition this season. It's a good one. It's a massive boost. So to, to, to think they just gained promotion recently, and you can imagine they'll be playing... Um, competitions in Europe come next season is a very good one. For the clubs that got relegated, we have Leganes, Mallorca, and Espanyol. They all got relegated. They all got relegated. Then, for the EPL, the English Premier League, the highest goal scorer in the EPL is Vardy. Jamie Vardy that plays for um, Leicester City. 
at age 33, he he won the golden boot, the EPL golden boot as highest goal scorer. Then for the highest assist, we have KDB, Kelvin De Bruyne that plays for Man City. He has he ended the season with 20 assists. He ended the season with 20 assists, and Man City also ended the season as the club with the most goals of the season, 102 goals. You scored 102 goals and you didn't win the league. It's, <laughs> it's well, but I know definitely that next season is going to be a fault. In fact, the likes of Liverpool, Man City, and Man United. Even, well, Tottenham, we've not really heard anything from Tottenham because Tottenham will be playing playoffs now because since um, Tottenham will play, no, Tottenham won't be playing playoffs. No, they, they, they ended the season on sixth position. They won't be playing playoffs. No, they won't be playing playoffs. Tottenham, we've not really heard anything regarding transfer transfer businesses with them, but having a full season with Tottenham will give Mourinho an edge to you know to understand the club better and bring in the players he want he wants to he wants to bring into the club. Remember, Mourinho is a serial winner. There is no club he has coached that he has not won any. Even in Man United, before he was sacked, he won the Europa with them and brought them to second position. They've, it's been a long time. United, a United team ended in second, but it was during Mourinho's regime they ended the season on second position and won the Europa League title. So, Tottenham would should would be a club to to uh, people would look out for. We have Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Tottenham. Then Chelsea. I don't know if they bring in like right players. Of course, the likes of Timo Werner is already a Chelsea player now from. RB Leipzig. Then we have um, Hakim Ziyech from Ajax. He's also a Chelsea. And there's been rumors regarding Kai Havertz coming into Chelsea as well. Though um, they've been, you know, Bayer Leverkusen have been playing hardball, but definitely it's a deal that would go through. It's a deal that would go through. Bayer Leverkusen, they'll be playing against Rangers in the Europa League competitions over the weekend. So it's a deal. They are still, both clubs are still in talks and all. Havertz has already agreed personal terms for on a five-year deal with Chelsea, and he really wants to join his German friends. We have Timo Werner is there, Anthony Rudiger is there, and with the kind of play, you know, the kind of the way Lampard play, he he plays young stars, he plays young players, he he plays the young blood. He want he wants the youth, the youth, giving the youth a chance to play. Chelsea is a fantastic club for 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 youth players to come and try. So that I I, I understand why Kai Havertz will want to go to the Chelsea team. So it's just a matter of time, just a matter of time for for him. So if Chelsea can get in, you know, get in Kai Havertz, get in um, a left back, Ben Chiwe, they've been linked with Ben Chiwe, but the amount Leicester has been, you know, has tagged this guy, 80 million for a 23-year-old Englishman is too much. There are other, you know, other offers, there are other alternatives. We have um, Alex Tells that plays for Porto, the Brazilian that plays for Porto. We have Nico Takflaco that plays for Ajax. We have just recently, um, what's his name? Sergio Regulon. He is a Real Madrid player, but he was on loan at Sevilla. And he's a 23-year-old guy. He's pacey. You know, he's pacey. He's he he he's very good going forward. He's also very good, you know, coming back to defend well. She understands. So these are alternative, cheaper alternative Chelsea could go for instead of spending 80 million. You, you don't spend 80 million on a 23 year old that barely gave how many assists he didn't give. I don't, you know, no, no, no. It's, it's, it, you don't, you don't throw money like especially in this period, you don't throw money like that. So I feel Chelsea, they are looking at other options or alternatives. They need a left back, 
they need a center back and for them to get either a left back and a center back they need to sell the ones need to you know up, you know to balance the books christian christensen is up for sale kozuma rudiga that is the center back alternate um, players chelsea has now they are all up for sale for the left back we have alonso we have um palmeri they are all up for sale. So anyone, they need to sell one one or two, one one from each in order to bring in reinforcements. And of course, in their goalkeeping departments too, they need reinforcement. The Kepa has Kepa needs to go on loan to learn more. He needs to gain more knowledge outside. The, the pressure has been much, and he has not been great. So he needs to go out and so many goalkeepers. The likes of um, Nick Pope that plays for Burnley. The likes of Dean Henderson, though Henderson's deal, I don't think it would happen because Man United, it's he's he he should he should be their second choice goalkeeper. He was on loan at um Sheffield United, so I don't think Dean Henderson is out of the table. Now we have All Black, we have Onana from Ajax, we have All Black from Atletico Madrid, so there are a whole lot. But I feel Chelsea's transfer businesses will start formally after officially after their game against Bayern Munich on Saturday. Liverpool has been linked to a whole a couple of players as well. The likes of um, Thiago Alcantara that plays for Bayern Munich. Man United, of course, the Jado, um, Jadon Sancho deal is as good as, you know, it's at the advanced stage from reports. Then the Man City, Man City recently made a bid of £41 million for Nathan Ake that plays for already relegated, relegated and Bournemouth. The bid was accepted. So it's just a matter of from next week, hopefully, because we have 10 weeks of transfer business. So from next week, I feel they would close with water like um, sort out certain things regarding their you know um, European competitions, the likes of Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool, they're not playing any because they've 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 been kicked out of Europe for now. So from next week, I feel transfer businesses become intense. Transfer businesses from not just in EPL, even in other leagues, in the La Liga, in Bundesliga, in the Bundesliga as well. You know, transfer businesses will become intense in all those leagues. Of course, we all know that in the, in the Bundesliga, the highest goal scorer was, um, what's his name again? Was Lewandowski. He ended the season with 34 goals. He ended the season with 34. Then the highest goal, uh, highest assist of the league, it, it was gotten by um, Thomas Muller. He ended the season with... 21 assists so it's it's a good one it's a good one they all all these clubs they really ended they, they played well honestly they played well the competition was not as as tough as the syria are and the epa because if you check the points the points each of them you know used to the points that separates first and second position in the syria are it's not it wasn't much it wasn't much so i i feel from next week it's gonna be transfer businesses transfer business the results from the ucl the the ucl the uefa champions league the uefa europa league as well so it's going to be basically in august august is just going to be all about european competitions european competition who gets to make it to the final uh, to the quarterfinals who gets to make it to the semi-finals and finally who gets to play the finals on the 20, 25th of august at, in Portugal, so that is just that, that's just it. so footballing activity. It it will keep getting more intense, more intense. By September, all leagues will be open. All leagues will start up kickoff games. All leagues will kick off games. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. We'll keep giving you, giving dishing dishing it out as it they hot. Like for every news, for every footballing or sporting news that comes up, we'll keep you know giving it to you as it comes out. 
Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Thank you very much. And keep listening to Radio Radio. I don't think there's any other radio out there, online radio out there that you would want to listen to. It's rich. Trust me. It's fully packed. Thank you very much. And enjoy the rest of the day. Please be safe. Bye. Sports is one of the most engaging topics being talked about all over the world. And here on Sports Hub, we dish it out as Ide Hot because we are all out, all game, all season. Sit back and enjoy this edition of Sports Hub with the Berry. Thank you.